looking back at uh, yesterday, again, really proud of our guys and the way that we, we performed, the uh, way we finished. A uh, little bit of a sloppy start, but still up 13 nothing, and then uh, got better as the game went. And had a great second half, and particularly the fourth quarter, you know, from the seven-minute mark of the third quarter on uh, is when we, you know, really uh, blew it open and outscored them like we did the last 22 minutes of the game, and that was all three phases contributing a lot to get better at, a lot to improve, but really good win for us and and um, excited as we move forward. Uh, injury-wise, coming out of it, nothing real new, nothing new other than, um, you know, Juju, who we talked about yesterday, uh, everybody else who came out of the game in decent shape. Uh, and then the guys that didn't play yesterday, you know, I'd say they're all questionable right now. I'll have a better idea on Tuesday when I see you guys. Going back and looking at the tape, uh, as a staff, we decided on the uh, offensive player of the game. Uh, we had three of them, Spencer Rattler, Mario Anderson, and Vershawn Lee. Uh, it's good to see Vershawn get back in there and played well for us. And then, obviously, Spencer and, and Mario. Defensively, uh, Bam Scott, even better than I thought after watching the tape. Or after watching the tape today, even better than I thought when I saw it in person. Uh, Tonka Hemingway really was active and disruptive up front. And then in the secondary, D.Q. Smith and Nick Emanwari continue to get better for us and play well. Uh, special teams-wise, Keenan Nelson and also Bam Martin-Scott. Bam was a starter on multiple special teams units yesterday and did a great job defensively and on special teams. Scout offense was Elijah Caldwell. Scout defense was Joseph Burns and Landon Greer. Scout special teams was also Joseph Burns along with Eric Rice. And, um, you know, we always, as you guys know, give out a Gamecock MVP award. And yesterday was the uh, troops from Fort Jackson that were at the game. Gave them our Gamecock MVP award along with a combination of Boogie Huntley and our training room for Boogie getting hurt in practice and then wasn't sure if he was going to be able to play and then not just play but play, catch a touchdown pass, play special teams for us as well. So a lot of good from yesterday and really excited to be able to get some of our uh, guys in the game that, that earned the right and deserve the right to play. It was really cool, you know, seeing that last defensive possession. You see guys like Landon Greer and Andrew Colasardo and Colin Bryant and Ronnie Porter and Joseph Burns and D.J. Gibson, a lot of those guys getting to see Bradley Dunn carry the ball at the end of the game uh, as well. So really cool day overall. And want to thank our fans that were there. And uh, obviously we've got a lot of, a lot of work to do, but excited about the opportunity Saturday night in williams Bryce. Questions? Hey, Shane, it's Dave. Uh, you mentioned Boogie uh, before and just how much he was able to tough out with that injury. I mean, knowing him as long as you have, were you surprised that he was able to play through that injury? And just how much did you hurt for him originally thinking that, well, maybe he wouldn't be able to play and he's had so many injuries in his past? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was confident in him. I didn't know how effective he'd be, David. Uh, you know, I didn't really see him get banged up in practice. It was, he kind of got rolled up on during a, during a practice period. And then, you know, Wednesday didn't feel great. And then Thursday, Friday, you know, he just continued to work. But I thought if anybody could get out there, you know, it would be him. And certainly you hurt for any of our players that don't, that, that aren't healthy enough to, to play because of how much they put into it. But I know the Boogie's a tough guy and would do everything in his power to, to be healthy and, and get ready to play, and that's what he did. 
Hey, Shane, it's Ben Brenner. Um, I wanted to ask, you guys kind of lived in that three-down defense against Vandy. Was, was there something specific matchup-wise you liked there, or was that just kind of a sign of how much that group has kind of come on and sort of gelled with what you guys are trying to do there? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it was anything specific to uh, to Vanderbilt with that. Um, you know, it's just continuing to find ways to get, you know, athletes on the field and, and um you know, certainly we've got to continue to develop depth at the defensive tackle position. So when we play that package, that's, you know, essentially one less tackle that's in the game uh, because we bring in an extra linebacker. Like I talked about yesterday, post-game, Ben, we just we continue to evolve that package. We did a little bit more coverage-wise yesterday out of it and really, you know, play the same front and the same coverage the majority of the time yesterday. But no, I wouldn't say it was anything specific to Vandy. It was just continuing to try and be multiple on defense and, and and mix things up and give offenses more to prepare for. Hey, Shane, it's Jordan. Uh, you mentioned um, after the game, you know, some some parts of it were sloppy, but I thought kind of all things considered, the weather, like, it, it wasn't, um, you know, I thought Spencer did a good job kind of not making it as sloppy as possible. He got, like, ten guys involved. What stood out to you about his performance on Saturday? On oh, Spencer's, I'm sorry. Yeah, on Spencer. Sorry. Yeah, um, uh, just consistent. You know, I mean, the guy was twenty, whatever he was, um, uh, twenty-eight of thirty-six. I think is what he ended up being. Yeah, and if you take the drops out of it, he's essentially what thirty-three of thirty-six or thirty-four of thirty-six, depending on how you count the drops. Um, and an even more productive day. So it's a lot of that starts with the protection. You know, our protection on the offensive line was really, really good, and they've taken a, a, a beating this year, you know, because physically, literally, and physically, uh, but have taken a lot of criticism. They were lights out yesterday and did a good job in protection. So when you give Spencer Tom back there to throw, he's going uh, gonna to be effective. And I thought he did a good job of not letting the, the weather bother him and just kind of stay, stay poised and, Make plays with his uh, arm and his feet, and and uh, did a good job of keeping his eyes downfield and, and making plays downfield. Also, Shane, uh, Dave, again, you talked about the the running backs yesterday and how you guys are kind of shorthanded. Um, are you at the point where you look at maybe other guys, other positions, receivers, D backs, really anybody you could have played running back in high school, and start maybe repping them? Or are you happy with the the guys that you have right now? Yeah, I don't think you rule anything out right now. Uh, you know, certainly um, certainly, you don't want to go into a game with two scholarship running backs, and that's what we have right now, so that's not ideal. Uh, we've got confidence in, in the guys that aren't on scholarship. You know, we don't make a big deal whether your scholarship walk-on. We've got good players, and, and Bradley Dunn's a solid guy, and DJ Twitty, and and, and those guys as well. So, you know, we've got to be creative, and certainly you've got to, you know, get your best players on the field and do what you got to do to win a football game. But it's also, you know, not always realistic to just say, well, we're going to take this guy and teach him how to play running back this week because there's reads, there's got to line up in formations, there's pass protections you got to know, and we can't just have a guy in the game when it's only a run and things like that as well. But, uh, we as coaches have to do a great job this week figuring out a plan 
Uh, obviously, it's going to be a heavy workload on Mario, so we got to make sure we're smart with him in practice this week and and uh, do a good job of managing the game on Saturday also. Hey, Shane, it's John. A couple on the offensive line. This is the first time you all started, I believe, the same offensive line back-to-back weeks. All things uh, being equal, would you like to – to keep that these next couple of weeks? And, and where have you seen the most growth in, in, in that group over the course of the year? Uh, if the answer to whether I would like to keep that, uh, absolutely, yes. Um, you know, certainly I think you saw it when you have that continuity by starting the same five on the offensive line back-to-back weeks. It's big, and, and we weren't productive enough in the run game yesterday. Uh, we had, you know, 100 30 yards rushing, but I think 70 of that was on two two plays, uh, or actually more than that was on two plays, if I'm not mistaken. So we've got a 800 of it, maybe, or 80, whatever it was. Um, we got to be more productive in the run game, no question about it. That starts with having continuity on the offensive line. The thing I would like to see is those guys continue to play better and also to develop some keep, – keep getting some guys back healthy. You know, if we were able to get – Trey Jones back this week, that would be awesome. If we were able to get Cason Henry back this week, that would be awesome. Jackson Hughes played in his first game since the beginning of the season yesterday, and uh, that's good just to have some more depth in there. So we've got to continue to get guys healthy and continue to get the ones that are playing for us better. Hey, Shane, you mentioned uh, DJ. I guess I, I think yesterday was kind of his, his, his first action with the game still sort of in the balance. And what did, what did he kind of show you, and how kind of valuable is that for him to be able to, to get in a game like the, like the one you played yesterday? Yeah, it was good because he came in there in a critical time. Uh, he, you know, has done some things on special teams. He was on our kickoff team yesterday and was on our kickoff team the week before against Jacksonville State, I believe, in the same spot. Uh, so, you know, he's gotten in action, but yesterday was a critical time and he did a good job coming in there and not, um, not uh, letting the moment be too big for him from an execution standpoint. He was really good and, and productive and didn't have a lot of issues from that standpoint, which was good. Um, you know, and the thing with him is just continuing to just turn it loose. He, um, he, he, uh, has, he's got athleticism, he's got speed, He's still obviously learning how to play running back at, at this level. But I see flashes in practice. One thing about uh, DJ, he's a competitive guy. He doesn't back down from from anything. And and uh, he'll be better this week uh, for, you know, having gone through that yesterday. It's, uh, hey, Shane, it's Jordan again. With the offensive line getting the continuity of two straight weeks with everyone, uh, it seems like on defense the DBs are playing really well, the three-down package is working. Do you feel like you guys are kind of hitting your stride um, maybe later than you would have liked, but at the right time? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you don't want to make too big a deal on on one game, but if you take just the um, – um, you know, I thought defensively we we didn't make enough plays in the second half, but we showed some flashes against A&M of pressuring the quarterback and being aggressive and, and getting off the field on third down and, and did some good stuff. We gave up too many explosive plays in the second half, which was disappointing. But then, you know, last week wasn't, wasn't good, but we got four turnovers. So that was something. And then this week we got turnovers and I thought, you know, we did a good job. Like Vanderbilt's got good receivers. 
and you didn't even notice them yesterday. So our DBs take a lot of crap. Those are some pretty good receivers they were covering yesterday, and people don't want to talk about that. People want to criticize one play that O'Donnell Fortune gave up where the receiver grabbed his face mask and jerked him down, and we gave up a touchdown pass because of it. Other than that, you didn't even notice Vanderbilt's receivers yesterday, and they've got talented guys. 83 is a good player, 6 is a good player, 14 is a good player. So I thought our guys did a good job, and you guys have watched the tape and analyzed it today, I'm sure, and saw it up close and personal. We played a ton of man coverage yesterday. And they did a good job. So I see Nicky Manwari and DQ Smith flying around and making plays. That's why they were our players of the game. And I think our guys defensively are just playing, playing aggressive and playing with great energy. And and again, not going to, you know, anoint us the 85 Chicago Bears defense because of one really good day day yesterday. But if we can continue to uh, build on what we did yesterday and keep getting better, not just defensively, but our entire team, offense, defense, and special teams, we'll have, you know, the November that we want. But we also understand that it's week to week, and, and we've got a um, a really talented offense coming in here this week. Yeah, Vanderbilt's got some solid receivers, but, you know, we're getting ready to play some really good receivers from Kentucky this week and an athletic quarterback and a running back that's you know, near the top of the SEC in every statistical category, along with the running back from Missouri uh, after yesterday, especially. So we got a big challenge this week, and um, and uh, we know we need to be better. Hey, Shane, this is kind of just a, a random detail thing, but someone kind of pointed out to me. I think Vicari Swain, Kawan Banks were guys that weren't kind of in that mix as you guys were sort of emptying the bench. Is that just a case of them, uh, you know, not having enough of those snaps late in the game, or are they dinged up at all? Uh, Banks was a little dinged up. I mean, Banks, you saw him cover kickoffs yesterday, Ben. I know you do analysis mm-hmm. each week, so make sure you're and make sure you're breaking down our special teams as well, and not just offense uh-huh. defense. Banks Banks was on our kickoff team, uh, mm-hmm. so he was he was good. He just had a little bit of a bone, a bad shoulder that got banged up a little bit in practice. He played, but we were just limiting him at the end of the game. And then mm-hmm. Vicari, no particular reason for it. Vicari, somebody that we have high hopes for, and. I would say that as far as emptying the bench, we really until that last series we really weren't doing that much in the uh, in the secondary. It was primarily you know those guys, and then we had some guys get in there for that last series. But both those guys are are uh, good young players and guys that we have a lot of confidence in. You know, Fakari was just in my office just a little bit ago, and he and I were talking about it that he's a guy that's got great ability and is going to be a really good player for us, and and we need him to continue to come along, especially now at the end of the season where we can play some of these guys and not have to worry about uh, burning our red shirt year. Hey, Coach, it's Andrew. Obviously, you guys pride yourselves on special teams, but notice that yesterday there were a couple of botched PATs, and that's been something that's kind of popped up here and there throughout the season. Is that, is that something that concerns you heading into this final two-week stretch, or do you kind of look at yesterday as like, you know, it was one off day and those guys will be okay in the long run? No, it's a little concerning. Um, you know, we can sit here and talk about the weather and things like that, but we shouldn't have some of the issues that we had in the, these next two games. I mean, it's they're going to be dogfights, and you realize that every single play these next two Saturdays could be the difference in us winning and losing. And um, we need to be better without a doubt. You know, we had an issue yesterday with a with a bad snap. We had an issue yesterday with, frankly, just a, a missed kick. Uh, I don't really worry about that with Mitch, you know, and and I've seen Hunter make too many good snaps as well. But uh, we had some protection leakage yesterday. We had some things technique-wise 
at the uh, at, uh, on the on the line and protection with some of our guys. I mean, we use multiple people. We have defensive linemen on our field goal team. We have tight ends. We have offensive linemen. We have a little bit of everybody in there. And there were a couple different issues that popped up protection-wise, so that's something that we need to uh, make sure, and we do. I mean, we spend a lot of time on it in practice and in meetings, make sure we're coaching it up. we got to be better. But I wouldn't say there's anything that is concerning going forward, but we do know that we need to get it cleaned up because that uh, – um, an errant extra point could be the difference in us um, winning and losing. Hey, Shane, it's uh, Phil Cornblue. Just wanted to ask you real quick uh, your reaction to Texas A&M firing uh, Jimbo and uh, the domino effect that that move is is probably going to have throughout college football in the weeks to come. Yeah, it's part of it. Um, You know, you understand what you sign up for, Phil, when you get in this business and, I hate to see that for uh, Coach Fisher. Got a lot of respect for him. He's always been uh, very good to to me, and I've enjoyed you know talking with him and getting to know him and have a lot of respect for him as a coach and a person. Um, you know, I've got friends on that coaching staff that I've worked with at other places, and hate it for them and and their families because of what that means. And this is a awesome profession that we're in, but it's a brutal profession and you are judged on 12 Saturdays and you know certainly uh coach Fisher is going to be okay but you know me I think I think about the assistant coaches and their families and support staff people and things like that as well and, and that's you know part of it but you understand it when you get into it and and uh hate that for him but realize that's part of college college football when you get into it Shane with Bam and and his game on Saturday was that something that you were seeing in practice, or is he one of those guys who's just really, um, you know, getting a bigger role with the three down defense? I think a little bit of both. He's getting a bigger role with the three down stuff, and and um, um, you know, and, and we've done that before the three down. We just did it basically out of nickel personnel and did it with you know forty linemen, but one of them became a basically a stand-up outside linebacker, and then two linebackers, nickel and four DBs. With this, we've just taken three D linemen and three linebackers and, and five DBs, basically, and more of like a 3-3 type look, if you will. But Bam's a guy that we've always had confidence in. He's got athleticism. He's got the ability to rush the passer. And uh, I think with his role, he just continues to to gain in confidence. You know, he's a guy that his teammates think a lot of him and, and – and respect, and it's good to see him get out there and, and have the success that he had yesterday. Because you know you see him make plays in practice, and and uh, he's a guy that we got to continue to find ways to get involved. It's Shane, it's John. I, I apologize if I've, I've missed you talking about this in the last week or so. But John Darius Morgan going going in there in those those heavy packages too. What what have you seen out of him for him to kind of earn that role? I guess Trey Jones has done it in the past. What's John Darius do do well? Yeah, I'm proud of John Darius. He's a guy that, you know, just continues to kind of just put his head down and work and try and get better in practice. And, uh, you know, he he doesn't say a lot, uh, but he's just a consistent guy day in, day out. And this was a situation where we just wanted to get a little bit more size in there with, with Trey Knox being out and, and put an extra lineman in, in the game. So John Darius came in there, did a good job, and – um, he's on our, you know, he's been on our field goal team and a guy that we have confidence in, and and just a guy that's really, 
um, you know, uh, works hard to get better each day.